the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL.com and on the app, you're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Greg Clugston, you heard there on the update with the news, just as a side note. Greg joined our program a couple of weeks ago, and as I was sharing with a coworker today, we kind of let Greg out of his box. He's in that two-minute newscast at the top of the hour periodically. I'm like, this guy's been doing it for a long time. We get to good to get to know him a little bit and uh, have him on the show. Got in touch with him through email. He said, sure, I'd be glad to. He covers uh, uh, the White House for Salem, our parent company, uh, and has done so for I think close to 30 years. So we had uh, Greg on the program and the podcast that is at WFIL.com. An interesting angle from someone who uh, spends a good deal of time in the White House. Many other podcasts available on our homepage. Help yourself at WFIL.com. As far as the forecast goes, uh, you can subscribe, of course, too, if you want to make it easy on yourself and podcasts come right to you wherever you get your podcasts. I think we're on most platforms. Just type in Tim DeMoss Show. You should be able to find it. So forecast-wise, a lot of clouds. A couple showers may kick in and have already – our parking lot's wet right now. 64 the high, though. At least it's mild. Down to 50 tonight. Tomorrow, more of the same. Clouds and rain for a while on the front end of the day. We may see that rain taper off by the end of the uh, afternoon. And tomorrow's high again, 64. Sixers, uh, another win last night. Good win over a good Cleveland team, 118-112. All five Sixers starters scoring in double digits, as did Tyrese Maxey off the bench, a very likable player and who's developed well for the team. Uh, Joel Embiid leading all Sixers scores, 29 points, 14 rebounds. James Harden, 19 points. And as he does, he dishes the ball out, 12 assists for him. Sixers now off for a week till next Thursday when they're home against Memphis. In the meantime, there's the All-Star game this coming Sunday evening at 7.30. Flyers are at Seattle tonight at 10. And in baseball, a piece of sad news, Tim McCarver passing away at age 81. He uh, started in baseball as a player in 1959 at age 17. Uh, was with the Cardinals for about 12 years and then... He came to the Phillies, then he went to Boston and Montreal for a little bit, and then came back to Philadelphia to finish out his career. That's when I remember him the most, when I was uh, you know, 8, 10, 12 years old, watching him be Steve Carlton's personal catcher. Then Bob Boone caught pretty much everybody else on the team. And uh, he you know, had a solid career, was in two World, or won two World Series officially with the Cardinals in the 60s, and then he was with the Phillies organization in 1980. They signed him for like about a month or two, although technically I don't believe he played in the 1980 World Series. Uh, but certainly a beloved figure that went on to broadcast, and that, I also certainly remember him for, for that, the analysis he brought. I think he covered almost two dozen World Series. 
And so overall, uh, a full life, passed away at age 81. We uh, say hello to Victoria. How are you doing today? Oh, microphone is, there we go. Hello. Yes, it's working. You had me off. I will. I thought I didn't. <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're working on a new configuration here. Trivia Thursday is upon us. How you doing, Victoria? All right? I'm doing good. Yeah, some sad news in the sports world, to your point, but uh, yeah. you know, every day's a blessing. Living yeah. the dream over here. That's good. Especially on Trivia Thursday. That's it. Guys against the gals. We're going to get into it here in just a minute. If you're new to the station, we do this usually the second Thursday of the month. Is that what today is? I uh, believe it is. Oh, it's a third. Right? Well, February oh. started, it was the second. We're a That's little late. That's oh, well. all right. We, we bounce it around, but it's usually a Thursday because it's called Trivia Thursday. Although we've been known to move it to other days as needed. We it, have. It's kind of fluid, uh, which is fine. So it's simple, though. It's guys against the gals. And you listen in for the question. Call in if you want or just listen in. If you call in, we'll be glad to give you a gift card to one of five places. Chick-fil-A, Dunkin', Panera, Rita's, or Wawa. And there's a courtesy of Brian Chevrolet in Jenkintown. And just, you know, whether you're right or wrong, just as a thank you for listening, thank you for calling in. If you get the question right, then that's great. We pat you on the back, give you two thumbs up, send you on your way. You don't call back and hog the rest of the show with all your wonderful, amazing knowledge. They'll let someone else have a turn, in other words. If you're wrong, you are allowed to try on a different question. And uh, last thing is, you don't cost your team any points if you're wrong, so don't be afraid to give it a try. Fair enough? Let's do this now. Let's go into our first break. But let's give you a question to ponder. And if you want to call in and take a stab at it, the number is 800-560-WFIL. Nice and simple. 800-560-9345. That's the number to keep handy for our day today. So we're starting off at 00. And let's go to the world of animation. Which of the following classic Disney movies was released February 4th, 1938, which would be what? That's 62, 85 years ago. Would it be A, Bambi, B, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, C, Fox and the Hound, or D, Jungle Book? You choose 800-560-WFIL. Back more in just a moment. Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. 412 on the Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL in Philadelphia. Trivia Thursday upon us. It's 0 0, and here we go. Our first question is Which classic Disney movie was released February 4th, 1938? A. Bambi. B. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. C. The Fox and the Hound. Or D. Jungle Book. And I think our first caller is Jan in Abington. Hello, Jan. How are you? Hi. How's it going? How are you? Okay. How are you? Wonderful. You staying dry? Uh, yeah, and the sun came out as soon as I got home. It was wonderful. See, it's all because of you. You must be a sunny person. Oh, oh <laughs> I hope so. Just take it while you can. So what's your guess yeah. here? Jan, what do you think? I think Bambi. Bambi. I think that it's a good guess, but it's unfortunately not correct. How- oh. However, you do get a gift card just for giving it a shot. So I'm going oh, yeah, to put you on hold. Victoria will grab your info and make sure we can get that out to you. All right? Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for calling. Hang on one second. So that was Jan and Abington. So it's still 0-0. And now we go to, I think it's Mark in South Jersey. Hey, Mark, how you doing? Good. How you doing today? Wonderful. My nose is itching like crazy, but other than that, I'm good. 
Uh, you know what that means, right? <laughs> I, I've heard of something. I forget exactly, but anyhow. So what do you think the answer is? Yeah. I'm going to say um, Snow White. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs is absolutely correct, Mark. Oh, praise the Lord. Yes. I um, also wanted to ask you, uh, I hope everything went well with your daughter's surgery the other day. I just say prayer for her, and then uh, and, uh, I know so that's much. very concerning as a parent. Yeah, pleasure, thank but, you uh, so much, Mark. I finally got one right. You Yay! did. So. We should have a party. <laughs> Doesn't usually happen. Really? Well, they say a broken Absolutely. clock is right twice a day. So, <laughs> right? So, nice <laughs> work. So they say. <laughs> <laughs> nice work, Mark. Hold on one second. Uh, so, Victoria, that's Mark. He's got that correct. And on line two. So, he'll get a gift card. It's Geyser had won nothing. We have Nan in Plymouth meeting and Dan in Pennsburg. On the line. And so let me see what we got here because we can still get them in. Hey, uh, Nan, are you there? I am, yes. How are you feeling? I am amazing today. How are you doing? Oh, you're amazing every day. I've heard the rumors. I The rumors are true. <laughs> well, so our question was answered, but why don't I give you another one? Because I know you're like Renaissance woman. You know kind of everything. So. Okay. We'll see. Well, I what... was so excited for Snow White because I did know that one, but let's. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's be fair. Let's go to another Disney. Ca- we can stay in the category. Which Disney yeah. movie was released uh, just a couple of years later, February 7th, 1940? A, Dumbo, B, Fantasia, C, Pinocchio, or D, Snow White? Well, it's not Snow White. You're correct, because um, that just wasn't guessed so correct. I would... Um... I want to say Dumbo, but I'm going to go with Fantasia. Wow! Look at you ping ponging around, trying to. You're trying to get the answer out of me, aren't you? I know, I know people like you. It's not Dumbo, well, you know is what? it? Just a oh, little hint. I didn't say what I said. I, I, I said I'm, it's probably Dumbo, but I'm going to go with Fantasia. Yes, so I know. You're, I'm either right or wrong with Fantasia. Yes, that's correct. You are wrong. Okay. <laughs> but you get a gift card. And, Nan, here's the thing. So I had a teacher in junior high, and she loved her students so much that she always tried to help us know the answer to things. Like, we're taking a test, and we go to her desk and say, Could you, I don't understand the question. And she'd be like, well, remember when we did this? Remember what I said? Like, she would, like, take you right to the edge. Like, oh, you, there are times you'd even kind of whisper the answer, but she'd kind of nod like, you got it. You figured it out. So we liked her for that. Uh, anyhow, you, you made me remember Miss Linda Postuma was her name, and we liked her a lot. She was also the German teacher. Anyhow. Oh, my gosh. That's always great when you remember your teachers. How can you not? Teachers are so important, you know, with all the stuff that they, they bring to the so table. They are so important. Yeah. So important. Well, yeah. man, I'm going to put you on hold, and then, Victoria, get your address. Make sure we can get a gift card out to you, too, okay? All right. Thank you. Thanks. Have a great day. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Let me grab this one here. I think we have Dan in Pennsburg is still hanging on. Hey, Dan, how you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Good. Well, so now yourself? I'm doing well. So trivia Thursday, it's one nothing. The guys are up, and the current question, which is a kind of a similar question to the first one, which Disney movie came out February 7, 1940? Two of the four answers are off the board, uh, but there's Dumbo and Pinocchio are still left. Came out February 7, 1940. So what do you think? I'm I'm going to go with Dumbo. Oh Dan, oh Dan. It's not correct. Okay. But it's okay. And you get a gift card anyway. So that's a plus. Hang on, All right. hang on one you. second. And you don't cost the guys any points. So it's good, a good shot. So hang on one second. 
800-560-WFIL is our number, 800-560-9345. So the question simply is, which Disney movie was released February 7th, 1940? A, Dumbo, B, Fantasia, C, Pinocchio, D, Snow White. Three of the four have been incorrectly guessed in the last few minutes. So if you've been listening by process of elimination, you would know the current answer. I would like to think. Want to take a guess? You can grab that point for your side. It's one nothing, guys. We will shift out of Disney after we get this one. 800-560-9345. While you're chewing on that, uh, just a quick little blurb here. We've had a lot of guests on the show in recent weeks who have books out. Dr. Robert Jeffress with Pathway to Victory is one of those folks. The book that he's put out, I've lost the title of it. I have so many papers flying around here. What every Christian should know. That's right. That's what it's called. It's 10 core beliefs of, of the Bible. Why did he write this book? This is Dr. Robert Jeffress. Every poll we see recently shows that uh, fewer and fewer Christians are embracing the most basic beliefs in Christianity, beliefs about uh, the Bible, or the Holy Spirit, or salvation. They've adopted the world's view rather than the biblical view on these topics. And I ask myself, why is this happening? And the answer is very clear. They're not hearing these truths taught from the pulpit. And so I've identified what I believe are the 10 historic beliefs of Christianity for the last 2,000 years. And this is a fresh look at those 10 core beliefs that are pillars in support of Christianity. Things like what every Christian should know about the Bible, what every Christian should know about sin, what every Christian should know about the Holy Spirit, and so forth. It's really a a brief seminary course, if you will, but it's filled with real-life application. You know, truth without application is just dull as dirt, and uh, that's why it's important that all of these truths are uh, understood but also applied. And one thing I have found throughout my pastoral career, it's impossible to believe truth that you don't apply. But it is absolutely impossible to apply truth that you don't believe. And a lot of people just don't know these basic truths of historic Christianity. That's Dr. Robert Jeffress, Pathway to Victory. You can catch it weekday mornings at 930 on WFIL. Again, the book is called What Every Christian Should Know. He makes some great points in that little soundbite, the full podcast at WFIL.com. Uh, and again, that's one of many books we've either been given away or have had guests on to talk about. Uh, so there you have that. As we get back to our Trivia Thursday show here, uh, as far as the, the trivia part, it's one nothing. Guys are ahead of the gals. We're going to have a quick break coming up. But first, let's get this question off the table, give you a new one. Which Disney movie was released February 7, 1940? A, Dumbo, B, Fantasia, C, Pinocchio, D, Snow White. And we have, I guess, Victoria's at line one. Who should we go to first here? Line one. And, yes. yeah, who do we have on line one? Barry. Barry. Hey, Barry, how you doing? Pretty good. How's my main man? Doing uh, just fine. Our daughter had surgery on her spine on Tuesday, our daughter Tori, and Mark had just uh, asked about that. I, I'll just take a second and say I'm thankful for people's prayers. I mentioned it briefly at the end of the show, and I think Monday. And uh, she has scoliosis, and she had big surgery December 21, uh, 2021. And then last fall, because there was an infection, they opened things up and tried to wash the infection out because it was on her hardware, which the antibiotics couldn't touch. But then it came back, and so they said, we've got to take part of the rod out of her back. And then when they went in there, like the infection was bigger. So they took the whole rod out. 
so that's the quick version of it. But thankfully, the surgery went well on Tuesday, and she's healing up. And my wife just texted me that we may be discharged this evening, which is a lot faster than we thought. So the Lord's answering prayers there. So thank you for those who have prayed, and that's how I'm doing, <laughs> among other things. Thank God. That's a blessing. I have a, a granddaughter that's 29, and she has arthrogryposis, and it has something to do with the spine. She's hmm. never walked, and she's got many surgeries. And thank the Lord that he's brought, brought your daughter as well as my granddaughter um, Amen. through the surgeries. That, that's really a blessing. Amen. Amen. Well, on that note, let's talk Disney. <laughs> so what's, okay. your, what's your guess on our question? So you had what? Four selections. Yeah, you? it was Dumbo, Fantasia, Pinocchio, Snow White. Three of them have been guessed already. They're all wrong. So knowing that Unfortunately, you... Unfortunately, I wasn't paying as much <laughs> oh, attention no. as I should have. But let's, let's take a crack. Okay. How about Fantasia? How about Fantasia? How about Fantasia was guessed a few minutes ago? So well, I made a boo-boo? You did. Okay. <laughs> okay. You <laughs> did, but you don't cost the team any points. So that's all right. Yeah, but you... But you know me. I like to keep the guys out ahead. I know you do. But you can call back on another question. You're allowed. Okay. All right. right. So so in in the meantime, Victoria's going to make sure she got your dress. I know we have you on file. She'll send a gift card out to you. And are you cooking tonight? No, I'm going to a jazz. I'm being treated to the Kimball Theater. A friend of mine is taking me to a jazz concert. Nice. I'm going to try to enjoy that. We'll eat later on. Very cool. I like that. Enjoy. Always a pleasure talking to you. You too, Barry. Have a great night. And uh, let me put him on a hold. And we jump to line two, Victoria. I guess we'll go to two. And who do we have here? Hello. Hi, this is Karen. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm wonderful. Great. Are you uh, are you in position to guess the answer to this question that's taking a really long time to get the answer to? No, I haven't been listening <laughs> for the last, since I've been on hold. Um, is it the same question about the... I think Pinocchio was the last, or yes. So Dumbo, Fe- February 7, nineteen forty. Which of the which Disney classic came out? Dumbo, Fantasia, Pinocchio, Snow White. Three have been guessed incorrectly. One of them twice incorrectly. The only one that's right has not been answered. Well, I'm going to say Pinocchio. Take a guess. You know, Karen, I almost feel like giving you a bonus point for getting this and putting us out of our misery because this took a long time to get, but you got it. <laughs> You are, you are correct. <laughs> Pinocchio premiered in New York, February 7, 1940, directed by Ben Sharpstein and Hamilton, I don't know how to say his last name, Lusky, Lusky, voices included Dickie Jones, and who was Pinocchio, Cliff Edwards, Jiminy Cricket, Christian Rubb was Geppetto, and Evelyn Venable, who was the Blue Fairy. So there you have it. Great information. And it's now tied one to one. And just so you know, Karen, on a side note, you know, we know. I, I know for sure people tune in and out, and people are talking while you're listening, and people don't get to hear every word. But it's funny because the last three or four minutes prove it. You know, literally, you ask a question, and it was just the answer was given or the wrong answer is given thirty seconds ago, and people are like, "What did you say? I didn't. What was that?" So, <laughs> I'm saying from a from an announcer standpoint, like my for where I'm sitting. When we go to present information, we want to be careful like not to overdo it. Or You just said that 10 minutes ago. But the truth is people do tune in and out all throughout their commute home, where they're going, get in and out of the car when they're shopping. So we, right. have, to, we have to think, like, how do people consume and listen? Because not everyone, except my mom, when she was on Earth, she would listen to every single second. Like she was that faithful. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, 
Well, thank you, Karen, and uh, congratulations. Thank you. Got the ladies on the board. We'll put you on hold here, and then let's go to our uh, next break here. And while we do that, we'll give another question. Let's shift over to. Uh, yeah, you know what? It's today. We got it. We got to get this one in. What date did the U.S. Olympic hockey team defeat the Soviet Union in the Miracle on Ice game at the Winter Olympics in Lake Placid, New York? February 16th, because it, it is a February 16th date. I'm going to ask you for the year. Was it 1980, 1982, 1984, or 1986? The Miracle on Ice game, February 16th, the anniversary of which is today, was it 1980, 82, 84, or 86? Take a guess, 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. Trivia Thursday, 1-1 right now. Tim DeMasha on WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. I'm changing my mind on the music bit. This is a hockey question, so playing skating from the Vince Guaraldi soundtrack is certainly appropriate. And I'm wishing for a little snow. Victoria, it's uh, February 16th, and there's... You know, it's my half birthday, by the way, Tim. I'm officially 28 and a half today. Six months till August. Wow. Today, to this, from this day. I should have gotten you a present. Yeah. Half birthday. Happy uh, half maybe birthday. Maybe next year. Yeah. Well, happy half birthday. Thank you. My birthday is June 23rd, which is six months from Christmas. I have the perfect birthday. No one can double up. Oh, it's Christmas and birthday. <laughs> yeah. I have people born on Christmas Day. Like, oh, man. You're never yeah. going to get the gift mileage out of that. Yeah, you don't. Well, so uh, skating, yes. Back to the hot trivia Thursday. If you're just tuning in, we do this uh, usually the second Thursday of the month, and uh, actually, that's, that's probably the exception. It's supposed to be the second Thursday of the month. That's the goal. But for one reason or another, we usually move it around. Sometimes we have it on Tuesday or Friday. This time around, it's the third Tuesday of February instead of the second. No matter, it's still fun. It's guys against the gals. Currently, the score is simply one to one, and the rules are. Call in if you want to answer a question you hear. If you're right, you get a point, whatever the question's worth, and then you have a seat and someone else steps up uh, so we don't have the Jeopardy James thing going where somebody calls in over and over. If you're wrong, though, you can try again. And you don't cost too many points if you're wrong, so don't be afraid to try. The current question is, what date did the U.S. Olympic hockey team defeat the Soviet Union on that miracle on ice game at the Winter Olympics in Lake Placid, New York, February 16th, like it is today, is that part of it. But was it 1980, 82, 84, or 86? And, Victoria, who's on line two, right? Howard from King of Prussia. All right, let's get to Howard here. Uh, Howard, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Wonderful. Thanks for calling in. What's going on with you today? Uh, not too much. Just uh, left job. Just my work early. I'm heading to a uh, happy hour. That sounds like fun. Well, so tell yeah. me, tell me the answer. Do you know the answer to the question? I think I do. I watched the game. It was an unbelievable game. <laughs> it was in 1980. You are correct. Al Michaels. Al Michaels called it. It was wonderful. Yeah, it really was. And when you think about it, 1980 was an amazing year for mm-hmm. for Philadelphia fans, and of course, then on the, oh, on the world world stage, world stage as well, with that miracle yeah. nice. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, congratulations. You have put the guys up two to one. Nice job by you. 
And uh, Victoria, yeah, Victoria, get your info and uh, and mail it to your little gift card. Thank you for listening in. Have a great day. Sounds great. All right, take care. Bye bye. All right, so it's two to one. Uh, The guys are ahead. Yeah, it's just talking about uh, you know after the of course the the painful loss the Eagles losing the Super Bowl, uh, but you know they got to the finals uh, so to speak, and of course the Phillies got to the finals of the twenty twenty two season. So let's see, maybe Sixers Flyers could at least get to the final. I mean, that's tough to get that far. In 1980, of course, all four of the major at the time, you know, ball and stick sports. We have soccer now and other things that are certainly popular too. But back then, Phillies won the World Series, and then the Flyers, Sixers, and uh, Eagles all got to the championship round of their respective sports and lost. And when, and I was 12 in 1980, the, the the absolute most glorious time to be alive when you're a Old enough to appreciate the sport, be a huge fan, and then watch your favorite teams all go to the finals. Uh, you know, one of them winning the whole thing at least. Anyhow, we'll see how this year you know plays out, 2022-2023. Uh, speaking of the Eagles, before we get to our next question, just a, a, the Eagles had a, a press conference uh, today, just a couple hours ago, with their head coach, Nick Sirianni, and their general manager, Howie Roseman. Uh, each of them uh, spoke a bit about the season. This is Howie Roseman first. For us, offense line is always going to be a priority. You know, um, you've seen the way we build teams. It's really, uh, it's not like we have some some secret sauce here. Everyone everyone knows the ingredients. And um, so for us, we're going to continue to go through our offseason process. You know, I think for us during the, the season, um, we are we are doing everything for 2023 during the season so this isn't like hey you know we're a month behind and we're starting from scratch like um, we've been working this and you know coach will come to my office on a Wednesday who you watch and tell me about this guy so it's like we're not we're not like uh, starting from scratch here we're going to evaluate all the players Um, we're going to make sure that we keep our priorities in in the right place here um, for this offseason and you know we got a scar you know we got a scar on us and um, it's going to heal over time and we're going to do everything we can everything in our power to make sure that you know we bring the city our, our players our staff what they deserve. Howie Roseman of the Eagles, courtesy of the Philadelphia Eagles YouTube page, and their head coach, uh, Nick Sirianni, on the wisdom he takes away from everything that just transpired. The wisdom is that I think it's we were there, we were close, and all that does to me is make me hungrier to, to get back. And, and that's about the last time you'll hear me say get back because what you're going to say, you're going to hear me say is what? And we're going to do it one day at a time, one day at a time, one day at a time, because that's the right mindset. But that doesn't affect, that doesn't stop you from when you, when you see the red and yellow confetti far or you have a piece of it stuck on your shirt, right? That you don't think to yourself, I got to do everything I can do to help our guys get back to this moment. And so the wisdom that it is, is not as maybe that's not a wisdom thing. Maybe that's more of my drive. And I know our players drive and I know how he's drive to be like, oh, my God, we were there. Right? We talk about climbing the mountain. We were we were we climbed the mountain. We look one step at a time, one step at a time, one step at a time. Don't. And then we slip right before we were able to put our flag at the top of the mountain. All that does is make you more determined, driven to make that climb again, to get back to the top and, and hopefully, you know, stand at the top like Rocky before he fought Drago and was yelling out Drago over over top of Moscow. I, I used to make Rocky uh, analogies. I get it. But that's all. That's the wisdom that that happens. And the other part of it is that, you know, half the fun of this thing, half the reason we do this and, uh, you know, big, big part of the reason is the journey. So, without getting sentimental here like it's it's you know that is the last time that that 
group of men will be together. So, you know, you know, you're going to, like how we said, you can't, not everybody, it's, it's not going to be the same team. There's going to be draft picks. There's, Jonathan's gone. Shane's gone. Different things are going to happen. But you look back, you always cherish that journey. It didn't end the way you wanted it to, but the journey was special. The men involved in the journey were special. Um, the relationships that were built will last forever. That's Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni earlier this afternoon in that audio, courtesy of the Philadelphia Eagles YouTube page. So let's uh, stick in the sports world for just another second here, since we're kind of in that direction. Which famous sporting association was founded February 1948? 75-year anniversary. Which famous sporting association founded February 1948? A, the National Hockey League. B, the National Basketball Association. C, the American Football League. Or D, NASCAR. 800-560-WFIL. Which famous sporting association founded in February 1948? A, the NHL, B, the NBA, C, the AFL, or D, NASCAR? 800-560-WFIL is the number. 800-560-9345 to guess. And uh, we'll take our final break, come back after that, and we have a few more questions. It's two to one right now. Guys are ahead in Trivia Thursday. One more time. Which famous sporting association was founded in February 1948? A, the NHL, B, the NBA, C, the AFL, or D, NASCAR? 800-560-WFIL right now to guess. 800-560-9345. It's Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It is 4.43 on the Tim DeMoss Show, WFIL Philadelphia, Victoria still awake, still, what are you doing over there? Who are you texting? How, you're texting your mom? No, I'm looking up the amazing, uh, uh, yeah, the yeah. answer, the question, even though I'm not allowed to win a gift card. Oh, okay. Well, you have the answer key in front of you. I'm just kidding. That's not what I was doing. I know. All right. See, I caught you. I caught you texting like Francine or wherever your girlfriend is. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's your half, your, you can do that. It's your half birthday. It's fine. We have trivia. Thanks. Th- yeah. You can help Victoria stop texting Francine if you call in to answer a question. <laughs> then she has to put that phone down and actually pick up the phone which he did with i think it's bruce and yardley hello bruce how you doing good how you doing today i'm fine i'm well my coffee is warm which i don't like if we got a microwave in the studio i'd like that better because warm coffee is really why bother but other than that i'm great how about you i'm doing great today okay do you want to take a guess at our current question uh this year will be the 75th anniversary for NASCAR. You are so correct. Well done. The guys are up three to one now, extending their lead. And you get a gift card for your hard work. Thank you. Yeah. By the way, I don't know if you, are you a NASCAR fan? I'm a NASCAR fan. As a matter of fact, I was in Florida in December and I had stopped by the Daytona Speedway to visit it. How, how did you find it? Was I mean, there, with the race going on or empty stadium? There was an event going on, so you couldn't see as much as you normally would. There was something going on at the time, but okay. was, they have a nice museum there that you can visit. On a related note, you know, the Jesus Revolution film that we've been talking about and we're giving tickets away for, Greg Laurie, you know, it's about his life and how he met his wife, Kathy, before they were believers. 
about the Jesus movement, about the founding Calvary Chapel, and really God's love for man. There's actually, I think, a NASCAR car that's going to be racing with Jesus Revolution on it. One of the uh, one of the guys is racers. I, f- I forget. One of the Earnhardts, I think, like a grandson or something of Dale Earnhardt's going to be uh, agreed to put it on his car. So if you're watching on February 20-something, uh, whatever. Second. The, 20, well, I'm not sure if it's the race is that day. The film opens that day. Yeah. Anyway, so just keep an eye out for that. Bruce, thanks for calling in. Sure. We'll get your info and uh, mail a gift credit to you. Great. Thanks so much. Thank you very much. I have actually a clip here of Greg Laurie, who joined us last Friday, talking about the race car. Let's see. Where did I put that? Oh, it's right here. Here we go. So Jeffrey Earnhardt, he's uh, driving. It's for Forever Lawn, a company that makes AstroTurf. Okay. And so they've generously allowed us to put our Jesus Revolution movie graphics on the car. So it's a Jesus Revolution car, (laughs) and it looks super cool. And uh, I posted about it on my social media. People follow me. But I I hope Jeffrey wins, you know, but but it'll (laughs) be out there and people can see it for themselves. A good little reminder that the film is coming up. That's Pastor Greg Laurie. So if you're a NASCAR fan, again, you can look for that. I, I don't have the date in front of me, but it's uh, later this month. The film itself, Jesus Revolution, is in theaters nationwide, and it, sh- it shouldn't be too hard to find it. This is not like a, you know, a few theaters here or there. There's a lot of theaters are supposed to be uh, showing this, Jesus Revolution film. And Greg Laurie, again, at the, at the heart of it, uh, as far as his story and how he met his wife, Kathy, then a lot more going on. Pastor Chuck Smith, founding of Calvary Chapel out, out west, uh, and then uh, many other characters are played. Kelsey Grammer is in this, you know, from Cheers and Frasier. There's uh, Jonathan Rumi, who plays Jesus in The Chosen. But one thing that Gre- Pastor Greg said during the interview, and you can get the full podcast on our homepage, WFIL.com, of that conversation. Uh, Greg Laurie talked about a special showing, like a soft opening, which may not be in as many theaters, but still. Look for this one, February 22nd. That's this coming Wednesday. And this is what Pastor Greg Laurie said about trying to put that on your calendar and making sure to go. February 22nd. That particular night, we filmed an eight-minute presentation of the gospel that is unique to that night only. So if you were to get tickets to go see it on February 22nd, you can know that the gospel would be presented complete with a prayer, and a person could pray and accept Christ into their life. So that is the perfect night to take a non-believer to. And if you can't make it, then go by all means February 24th and on. It's going to be released in 27 theater, 2,700 theaters across the United States. But but that February 22nd date would be a great night to take someone who doesn't know Christ yet to the movie with you. And I think you might see them accept the Lord. That's Pastor Greg Laurie again from A New Beginning, which you can catch 10 a.m. each weekday on WFIL. And in conjunction with the Jesus Revolution film, tickets for that available at WFIL.com. All right, we're down to the last 10 minutes or so of the show. And the guys are ahead 3-1 to one in Trivia Thursday. 800-560-WFIL is the number to have ready if you want to call in and take a, a stab at one of the questions here. Let's go on to, since we're talking films, which award show of the following four normally occurs at the end of the month of February? Victoria, what is that look on your face? So technically, I just wanted to comment. There have been recent years where it has been held in March, as you know, the, okay. the first week of March. But technically, the majority of the times, and this was verified, it, it is at the end of February. It's kind of so like Easter is usually in, in April, but sometimes it slips early. The main tradition is the end of this month. All right. So, so yeah, don't 
Yeah, don't be too critical here, but this is the basic idea. <laughs> Which award show normally occurs at the end of February or early March? Is it A, the Academy Awards, B, the Grammy Awards, C, the Golden Globes, or D, the Tony Awards? 800-560-WFIL. That's our question. That's our question. That's our number, 800-560-9345. Guys are ahead three to one. Let's grab uh, this person right off the bat. Hello, who's this? Paula. How you doing, Paula? Fine, thank you. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Doylestown. All right. Well, thank you for doing that. Do you think you know the answer, Paula, from Doylestown? Yeah, I think it's the Oscars. Well, so now look at you. You're going, you're going off the board here. Oh no! Well, no, it's also referred getting... to oh, as yeah. a different. There's two. There's a formal way, ah. you know, to, to address that. Well, type. so that's what you win. You get an Oscar, is what you're saying. But oh. <laughs> what, so, at which which ceremony do you get an Oscar? The Academy Awards. Okay. All right. Ding, ding, ding. You're <laughs> correct. Well done. The Academy Awards usually is in late February. Could be early March, uh, often in Winter Olympics years. In 2021, uh, the season ended with a delayed Academy Awards ceremony on the 25th of April because of you-know-what. But you have gotten the ladies up to 3-2 now, so it's close. Close, close, close. We'll see if there's time. Hold on, Paula. Victoria, we'll get your info. We'll get a gift card out to you. Have a wonderful day. God bless you. You too. God bless you. Thank you. Enjoy listening to your station. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day. All right, 3-2. Ladies are inching closer. Uh Just check that off. Yeah, I mean, Victoria, do you want to talk for a few minutes here? We can just kind of kill some time. Well... I would like if there were more questions given out for all my hard work. Oh, yeah. Yes, but maybe see, get one another, another one out. I'm also trying to do what the Eagles could have done better at the Super Bowl, which is run the clock out. Right. See? Clock management. Yeah. Which Andy Reid, ironically, used to be not the best at. That, I'm, I'm, that's, teasing. That's, I'm teasing. That's what was said. In the past, I will say yeah. this about that. <laughs> I will tell you, when, I, when you started watching the second half of the game on Sunday, mm-hmm. Kansas City came out like they were coming out of a shotgun. Oh, yeah. Because the first half was so... Their quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, didn't get on the field, basically. Right. So they were playing fast. Absolutely. Like, they were almost trying to magically pretend this is the end of the first half still. Yep. And when I saw that, after a few plays, I'm like, you know what? This is weird, but Nick Sirianni should call a timeout right now just just to stop them from getting into the fast flow. And they it's scored a so touchdown within minute. five minutes, and then we slowly watched it. Away. I had a rumor. I'll, I'll make a quick comment. I have this theory about the halftime show that just messes up the Super Bowl for, for either team. But I heard a rumor. I don't oh, yeah. know if this is true that Kansas City was not allowed to peak or look at the Super Bowl performance at halftime. Maybe that was a difference if it's true. Well, the fact that it's 29 minutes or something also. I mean, it's, again, Half all hour. these things are for the same for both teams. The field, the halftime show being long. You know, Normally halftime right. is like 15 minutes or something. So, all right. So there's that. So now let's get another question. Now let's let's shift into music here. February seventh, nineteen sixty four. There was a British band that arrived in America for the very first time. Which band was that? A. Pink Floyd. B. The Rolling Stones. C. The Beatles. D. Salvador. Eight hundred five sixty WFIL is the number. Eight hundred five sixty nine three four five. You get a point for this. It's 3-2 right now. The ladies are behind. So if you're wrong, you don't cost you too many points. So don't be afraid to try. Let's uh, go to the phones here and see who we have. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Francesca. Francesca, wait, weren't you just texting with Victoria a minute ago? I was. How did you know that? (laughs) (laughs) 
It's funny. I call him our it's daughter. True, Tim. Is it? Our daughter is Tessa, but sometimes we call her Chesky, and sometimes we call her Francesca Battistelli, who's a you know Christian music singer. The beautiful, beautiful Christian singer. Yeah, she is. So, Francesca, from where are you from? I am from Springfield. Okay. The only thing that could be better about you is if you lived like in Frankfurt or some alliterative, alliterative place. But we won't hold that against okay. you. Okay. Okay. I live in Frankfurt. Is that good? <laughs> Perfect. You score points just for that. <laughs> so, February 7, 1964, which British band arrived in America for the first time? Pink Floyd, Rolling Stones, Beatles, Salvador. Well... They used to call them the Fab Four. They still do. They are the Beatles, and they have really, they've really influenced an entire generation and more. It is true, and you are correct. And Francesca, you've also tied it up at three with two and a half minutes to go. Wow, Victoria, hey. you can stop your little victory dance. It's not over Woo! over there. She's acting all happy. Yeah, just wait, just wait. I have an ace up my sleeve. Girl power. So, all right, Francesca, congratulations. Nicely done. Thank you. Yeah, hang on. We'll get you a gift card. And so now we have... Mystery people. Mystery people. All right. Hey, who's this? It's Nan. I was trying to help the girls out. Nan. Wait, did you get one right earlier? You were wrong earlier, right? I was wrong earlier. You're... I even tried to call back to put that question out of its misery. All right. Well... <laughs> <laughs> So it's three to three, and because you were wrong earlier, you are allowed to try again with a couple minutes left. Uh, what is we're going to go to? How are you at math? Um, I'm pretty good with math. All right. What is the decimal representation of pi to the hundredth decimal? Go. Oh gosh, that's <laughs> not math. I'm just kidding. Uh, that's no, that's not fair. It's 3.1415 something. I do know people who my niece, my nephew's daughter knows it to about 20 or 30 places, but I stop after 3.1415. So let's get, let's get, let's get presidential on you. All right. You ready? Take a guess. How, okay. how many presidents, right. how many U.S. presidents have been born in the month of February? I'll give you four choices. Two, four, six, or eight. Oh my gosh. This is for the uh, win. You understand. I know the win, I, the win, Nan. And I think, and I think, President's President's Day is in February. Come on, Nan, you're stalling. Wait, wait, wait. We're gonna have to call security on you. No, no, tell me, say it one more time. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? How many U.S. presidents have been born in February? I'm gonna go with four because I know it's Washington, Lincoln. I think there's a couple more. Nan. You can rest easy tonight because you got the question correct and you have completed the comeback for the ladies. Four to three, the ladies sneak out the win. Yes, Washington, Lincoln, William Henry Harrison, and Ronald Reagan. All born in February. I love him. He was a good guy. There you go. Congratulations, Nan. Thanks for listening. Hang on, we'll get you a gift card. Thanks to everyone else for calling in. Ladies win Trivia Thursday for three, our famous Friday show tomorrow with an amazing lineup of guests, which I don't have time to tell you about, but you'll find out tomorrow when we chat about it. Thanks for listening. Have a great night. Alice DeBeg, Truth For Life is next. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com.
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.